Oh my God. American Horror Story. Is she gonna rewrite everything? Circus. He's gonna get away. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision just went full house of M, and I think in those words I just said full house by accident because Malcolm in the Middle was really the name of the game this episode. Everything was terrifying this Halloween. Pietro probably ain't Pietro, and we are left asking WTF or Wanda, Wanda the, the I really needed to get that one out because I have a lot of questions. This is Inside Marvel. It's our WandaVision After Show. I'm Eric Voss here with Jessica Clemens. Hey, Jessica, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I feel like we're getting our Wanda the f answered, though. A lot that, well, a lot Starting and not a lot this answered. episode. I was getting really mad that, like, Pietro was asking questions, but Wanda was not answering them. I was like, these are all questions I have. And uh, Pietro kind of gave us uh, some more questions with the way he was yeah. behaving. I think we learned a lot about what Marvel plans to do with this hex. And it looks like give us a lot of uh, new things in the MCU. Like um, how big this hex will grow could tell us how this could set up both the multiverse and the mutants in the MCU. And uh, people may laugh, but... I really think Pietro might actually be Mephisto or someone like that after all, and not mm -hmm. the mutant from the Fox X-Men franchise. Every episode is, you know, going back and forth, keeping us guessing. It's amazing. I see where um, you're coming from, but I also think, I don't know. I think Pietro's just Pietro and like a fake Pietro. But I think all right. the real creature is within Agnes. And I can't wait all to right. explore that this episode because it, yeah. It's clear that it is just Agnes. Yeah, we're we're going to talk both about Agnes, Pietro, everything that you were confused about this episode. Mm -hmm. And that's in this episode. Tomorrow is going to be my in-depth shot-by-shot breakdown of all the Easter eggs that you missed. Will that stop any of you from coming on this video saying that you missed a certain Easter egg? No, not at all. <laughs> but this isn't the breakdown where we do that. I do that in tomorrow's video. People don't get things. It's hard. You heard YouTube's him. You heard him. To understand. Oh, uh, a special merch announcement before we begin. There is a special sale going on at NewRockStarsMerch.com. We're calling it a Vision Time Day sale. Oh, we forced oh, it, but it's I, early. You did. Oh, you did. You <laughs> so did. here's how it's going to work. From now until 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, the 14th, you can get 10% off New Rockstars merch by using the code VisionTimeDay or by clicking on the link in this video's description. 10% off. Uh, all New Rockstars merch. It's, it's, it's a great deal. Uh, and one of those things you can get is our new latest obsession shirt that I'm wearing, an unusual couple. It's got secret augmented reality Easter eggs, just like the show has secret Easter eggs that you have to like kind of cross your eyes to see. You can get one of these for yourself or for your sweetheart at newrockstarsmerch.com. And if it's too late to get delivered by Valentine's Day, you can also just get them a gift card to the site. And if you get the shirt, you will get an extra opportunity to write in a custom shout out that's going to appear at the bottom of these Inside Marvel after shows. Uh, look, we got a couple great shout-outs we're going to read for you. Aaron Myatt said, first anniversary shout-out to my hubs, Ty. He's deployed. And WandaVision plus NR is our weekly virtual date. That is amazing. Thank you guys so much. And uh, and thank you for your service. We appreciate that. Uh, to all of our uh, active duty watchers, we, we appreciate you. 
Um, I, I come from a military family. I, I get the sacrifice. It ain't easy. What else we got? Oh, Renee Saab says, which uh, Magneto do you think will, should appear? Um, you're the best from Maddie Saab, AKA Masa. Which Magneto? Yeah, we did a video on the channel this week about um, why it might not be Ian McKellen. Fassbender might be the way they're gonna go. We'll talk about mm -hmm. this episode. I think Magneto mm -hmm. might show up. And then um, Michael Talbot asked, do, did the twins bring over Quicksilver? They seem to be in control of reality and know, know it when they age up. Yeah. These kids, at least Wiccan, at least, or we'll call him you know, Billy for now, seems to have mm. some of the sentience that his mom has, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they brought on Pietro. Uh, again, we'll talk about Pietro, yeah. uh, and he might not be Quicksilver. We are simulcasting this live on stereo. Holy smokes, we got over 1,200 people listening right now. Ooh, uh, you can get this live podcast app for free and follow us at stereo.com slash new rockstars if you're listening to us on stereo right now stick around for a bonus segment at the end of the show in which we will react in real time to the voicemails that you guys leave for us and if you miss the live broadcast uh, don't worry you can catch us next week we go live here at 8 a.m pacific stereo.com slash new rockstars all right Jessica, what happened yeah. this episode? Time for my weekly, I'm bad at summarizing, but we will try to get through it. <laughs> <You're great laughs> I tried. No, I'm not. I watch You're YouTube so and you summarize it. it so much quickly, and I'm like, we. I, I have... just talk fast. All I okay, do is just is talk fast, true. and people are like, that we can't understand true. that idiot. You should run auctions. Stop what you're doing right now. Go to auctions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so much money as an auctioneer. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so, so, so we are now in the 90s. Oh, that's me trying to do the auction. 90s or like, it's like 90s, late it's 2000s, 2000s, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's Malcolm. It's obviously Malcolm in the Middle with that font, yeah. baby, with that font. Mm -hmm. And I love that Malcolm font. in the Middle. I love Malcolm in the Middle. And basically, Pietro is Francis if he didn't go to boot camp. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> but so we're in like, I, yeah, uh, 2000s, like late, late 90s, I think early 2000s, whatever, what have you. But it's Malcolm in the Middle. Pietro is the mm -hmm. cool, wacky man-child uncle, of course. Uh, they're all dressed up for Halloween in their comic book, like designated attire that they are right. not, not what they are in the normal MCU, which is like a cute homage. Uh, Wando, Pietro, and the boys prepare to go trick-or-treating while Vision goes to protect the streets with the neighborhood watch. Wanda and Pietro discuss why he looks different, and we get so many Quicksilver references in the span of five minutes. And I was <laughs> I was like, okay, I get it. He's Quicksilver. <laughs> but when Wanda goes outside and starts talking to Herb and realizes her oh my god, Herb, I see. I love it. No, Herb. you have to call I him Herb call from him now Herb, on. He like is basil. Because <laughs> he He's, is a plant. He's a uh, she goes to go talk to Paprika and <laughs> realizes and realizes Vision isn't actually working with the neighborhood watch that night. He's uh -huh. obviously doing his own kind of investigating now. He knows uh -huh. what the world's going on. We all get that. Vision is wandering to a dismal part of town where obviously he's like everything is out of character, not because it's Halloween, but because it's just a weird world and obviously uh -huh. one vision is just upside down. It's very emotional for some neighbors to be putting up uh, decorations at single tier. It's very their heartbreaking. last Halloween. It's their last Halloween. It's very sad. <laughs> um, meanwhile, with S.W.O.R.D., Monica and Hayward get into a fight about the missiles that they shot at Wanda, and Hayward issues them to be kicked off the base, and then once escorted, they just kick the ass of the people taking them off. Yeah, real lax security at that S.W.O.R.D. <laughs> camp, right? Like, <laughs> they're wandering around for an hour, and no one seems to, <laughs> to find it weird. I'm not trying to be that person, but Jimmy Woo and Monica are the only two people, like, constantly in those close-up meetings, 
You think you wouldn't notice Monica just wandering around the camps too? <laughs> yeah, she's kind of a celebrity. Uh, yeah, but you exactly. know, hey, uh, a poncho is more MCU disguised than a ball cap, which is normally what they do. <laughs> the poncho would just soared <laughs> on the front. I was yeah. like, ooh, they did good costume <laughs> design. Okay, so <laughs> that happens. Then we get a weird shark '90s commercial. Oh my god! Early to that, like a Danimals, like where a child dies from <laughs> yeah. starving. Though, holy crap! Yeah, this poor kid. What? Just he can't get the he can't get the yo magic yogurt open, and he turns into a Nazi from an Indiana Jones movie. He does. He does. He literally melts his face and just dies. It was so weird. They're just like they truly are going off the rails now. They don't care. They're mm-hmm. trying to scare the crap out of all of us. After that, <laughs> yeah. After that creepy commercial. Juan and Pietro are talking again where he summarizes he's here to play his part, to stir up trouble, to fight the brother-in-law, to stir mm-hmm. up some grief in her, stating it's what Wanda wanted, which is like now like, wait, what are you talking about? They talk about how they have no accents in this world. What happened to your accent? What happened to yours? I love that they both called each other out. I love he's like, where's your accent? And Elizabeth Olsen is like, oh, right. She, she was asking the questions, but there was no answers. He was, She was like, where's your uh-huh. accent? Where's your accent? And I was like, okay. He retaliated. What is it? And she went and stayed silent. So (laughs) really stupid questions that I needed answered. So (laughs) he's like, they talk about why they don't have accents without talking about it. And the last moments that Pietro have are Wanda screaming his name and then him just going fuzzy and hazy, which is like, ding, ding, ding. It's because it's not your Uh memory, dude. (laughs) It's not your memory, Uh my dude. Okay, so back at S.W.O.R.D., Monica, Darcy, and we are trying to hack into the computers on the base to see what Hayward is really up to, which he is tracking Vision's corpse with decaying vibranium. Yeah, we we can talk about that, but like right off the bat, we know that Hayward is like using him as like raw material to weaponize stuff, so Mm -hmm. really all Vision Mm -hmm. is to Hayward is just decaying Mm -hmm. vibranium. Also, Mm -hmm. can vibranium Mm -hmm. decay? It's a metal. I didn't know that either, but may- I don't know. We'll talk about it. Okay, so Darcy finds Monica's blood work in Hayward's yeah. computer. And anytime Monica went in and came out of the freaking hex, her cells just like mutated. They like her got molecules crazy. molecules mutated. Yeah. That implies like DNA, right? Like big deal. Big deal. I, like, I also want to like stand right here, put a stamp and say that Vaz said that she always had the powers. And I was like, mm, I think she's going to get it from going in inside the hex. And look what it's turning out to be. Hey, what it's you, out to be. you're probably right here, Jessica. I'll just say she did not seem surprised by this news. I she I think it might it. be a combination. I think we okay. both might be right. But I think she I might have think, some okay. kind of mutant gene, mm. uh, some kind of freak mm. occurrences that have always happened that just you, got activated just now. I want to keep going on upon this, but I know we have to. We will. I know we will. And I'm going to come we back. We will. <laughs> We're going to. Someone, someone rec- remember this. Note this. So <laughs> back in WandaVision, Vision transforms back into his original look and flies above the city to see that the portion that Wanda's in is lively and fun where everywhere else is sad and gray. That's when he sees uh-huh. Agnes in a car and does that zap yeah. thing. And uh, makes thing. her come to. She tells him he's dead. You're one of the Avengers. You're Vision. And he's just like, what? She also screams, you're dead three times. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Which is almost like uh, like kind of an incantation, a hex. You know, yeah. you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. And she goes, all is lost, too. She says, all is lost before laughing manically like a witch. But also uh-huh. everyone in that section of town was still except for her. That's why I think she's not re- like she is yeah. the Mephisto or what have you. Because I was like, uh-huh. how can no one else move? But you moved and talked before he did that to you. Yeah. Also, how'd you get there? 
How'd you get there? Where were you going? I'm very excited. So you guys, I don't know if you can hear me snapping, but I'm very excited. So Wanda oh, and Pietro talk about <laughs> what we're all asking without answering is what she did to the kids originally. Where were you hiding all these kids up till now? What? And then we see Pietro as a corpse. And if I have to see one more corpse Ooh. person in this no show, no more flash corpses. No more flash corpses. I'm not ready for it. I'm weird and I uh -huh. have really weird attachments to these characters. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm weird and I have attachments to these characters. Vision is trying to leave the bubble now. He's pushing through with his final words outside the bubble as he slowly tears apart oh, and crumbles, dying on the grass. Uh -huh. He says, the people need help. And if I see Vision die one more time, this guy—they the love world, Vision death scenes in the MCU. He's, they want to kill this man twelve times, and <laughs> I can't have it. He's—I know he's a walking computer. What did what did he call a walking charger? But still, it hurts, and I can't <laughs> live with it. Okay, yeah. so it's really sad. That scene is really depressing because Darcy comes out and is like, "Help him! He's dying." I'm starting to cry, and. <laughs> dying and hayward's like nah we're not gonna touch this man so billy can hear vision and see the pieces of what's happening through him and wanda immediately expands the hex bubble sucking in yeah. everything in its way some sword agents so the some of those i think all of the sword head or well, some of it the headquarters at the base uh basically everything but monica jimmy and hayward of course because he's an evil person that has to survive i know couldn't the couldn't that hex that just nipped nipped the edge of his scv just uh sucked in the passage side of that car yeah so it he turns the in. wheels <laughs> it turns the wheels into yeah. like a beach volleyball <laughs> <laughs> what a crazy car <laughs> I, I need it but oh my god i am a little bit tearing up because i'm so what a terrifying ending right why. like the two uh sword guys who turn into clowns that moment like too many clowns too mm. many clowns There's too, too many, many clowns. clowns bring out the clowns and it's the joker <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. we had some mimes uh, there yeah. at the end. Uh, oh I wonder boy. what Darcy's going to turn into and if she's still going to be attached to something big. Yeah. We got to talk about Darcy. We do. I loved it her, was really sad. Her, oh, fudge. Do you oh, think she fudge. might turn into some crazy, like, cross, uh, you know, merged human mm -hmm. machine hybrid or, like, the I think she the will Superman because she's also, lady. like, an important person. So I feel like in the show they're going to make her, like, a wacky, waving, inflatable, like. We might like see a Darcy Lewis mutant origin story right now. I'm super excited to see. I loved how she goes, oh, fudge. Too many people got sucked in, and I was like, if all of them become mutants, I'm going to be a little yeah. I don't, I don't think all of them will become mutants either. But what, like, a heartbreaking episode. Um, mm -hmm. it, I feel like next week, I, all my assumptions from this week are going to be completely overturned as well. I um, love this episode. I loved it, was, it too. Uh, all the so performance is so great. Uh, Evan oh, Peters, so man, like he just gets to let loose and go crazy. It's so much fun he does. to watch him. They were like, just have fun. And he was like, okay, I'm going to be crazy. <laughs> and I love that as the Halloween episode, kind of like when you're watching sitcoms, sometimes they'll try mm -hmm. to put in a little scares in the Halloween episode. There were some mm -hmm. moments where I was like, ugh, ugh, not just the uh, commercial, but like, yeah, the, the corpse version of Pietro, when he would just like, the way he acted, when he was like right behind Wanda at the door, like, mm -hmm. yikes. There's so much. Let's tear it up. Apart. Let's tear this apart. Let's tear it apart. Like vision. Tear it apart. <laughs> like vision. <laughs> We're gonna take our first question from Stereo. Here we go. Do you guys think now that Wanda expanded the Hex's perimeter, her control over the people inside got relatively weaker? Like the residents are more aware of themselves and oh, their surroundings. Interesting yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's kind of boil this down into our big question for this episode, Jessica. What the f*** 
Or as we say, Wanda, the f*** is Wanda's hex doing to the world? How... What is it doing? Yeah. It's obviously doing like crazy. It's it's expanding. Uh, yeah. And Wanda is doing just what we suspected she might do: expand this Westview, this Westview mm-hmm. hex to a wider radius. Threaten, it appears, to suck in the entire world, maybe the entire universe, into this alternate mm-hmm. reality. Uh, and we should back up and say this is almost exactly what Wanda does in House of M, the seminal mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch comic series that we suspected WandaVision would be based on. So in that series, remember, Wanda rewrites reality again and again to try to construct a happy family life with her children that doesn't really exist. Uh, And then one of those resets is the mutant-dominated House of M reality that is ruled over by Magneto, aka Magnus. Uh, Wolverine kind of goes around and reawakens all these alternate reality heroes. Uh, Then there's a big battle, and then Wanda says famously, no more mutants, and then poof, nearly all mutants are erased from existence. In this series, we've seen a bunch of clues up until this point. There's been the way Wanda has flipped reality over and over. That's very House of M-esque. There's uh, how she kind of comes off as an out-of-control threat. Um, How it really is for the children. It's about her two kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's this way that Vision awakens characters. uh, Like, uh, these trapped souls. Just That's what Wolverine does in House of M. And then there's that Maison de Mepris wine wine bottle in episode Mm -hmm. one. Uh, And you might have seen this week, there was a clip from uh, Age of Ultra for promotions for Age of Ultron from 2015 with Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson. It was going around this week and they asked Olsen like what kind of storyline would you want to do and she just went on and on about House of M and how she wanted to do House of M but she just doubted the MCU would ever go that crazy but it appears they're doing just that. So as this Westview hex expands um, Darcy earlier in the episode um, explained to Monica that according to her blood work going through that Westview barrier twice altered her DNA on a molecular level, which is a very, very big deal because it implies that too many passes through this hex wall might, depending on your specific DNA, might awaken some kind of supernatural component in you. Uh, in Monica's case, it looks like they're going to make her Photon. That's the the superhero she mm-hmm. is in the comics. And they're setting all, that all up with her mom's call sign. But in everyone else's case, it could turn them into what the MCU might call going forward mutants. Now, maybe not everyone who passes through that wall. That would just be like, so only the people who just happen to be in the New Jersey area turn into mutants at that time? No, I think there needs to be some kind of genetic predisposition that only gets activated now when this uh, Infinity Stone radiation passes through you. And they, the MCU might retcon Photon to be a mutant. I don't think that would be a big deal. It's kind of like in the comics, certain characters are inhumans in addition to just being superheroes. I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal if it's like, oh, Photon's a mutant. They've essentially in the MCU done that with Scarlet Witch. She's been a superhero without being a mutant when she's a mutant in the comics. Um, so as we've suspected, I think with, uh, um, you know, instead of the no more mutants line, Wanda's Hex could just randomly act mutations in these specific individuals across the MCU as this hex expands and expands and she might say something like let there be mutants at the end in terms of how much control does she have over the hex as it expands already we see in the Westview anomaly people on the edge of the town as you get closer and closer to Ellis Avenue seem to be more kind of like glitching they're frozen they're just on these loops as if they're just like background extras just walking on a loop it's it, it seems to be localized. It seems to be important to be as close to Wanda. And the further away from Wanda you get, uh, the less control she has over the further reaches of it. So that might tell us how 
a multiverse of madness could kind of unleash, right? So like Wanda can't cognitively think about everything uh, that is on the far reaches of her hex. And that might tell us how some of these mutations could just get randomly. She can't be in control over what she activates in people as the hex expands. Mm -hmm. I just think this rapidly expanding hex could envelop the whole MCU. And also, in addition to creating mutants, could be what we see as a multiverse. Uh, like all of reality is just on the same train of resetting into these alternate states of existence chaotically a crisis that results perhaps in spider-man 3 and eventually has to be fixed by dr strange and dr strange and the multiverse of madness which if you look at pietro's arm he's got a mom tattoo could be mom could be m-o-m multiverse of madness tattooed on his body multiverse yeah of on madness. his arm on his shoulder that's m-o-m what, <laughs> that's what the mcu was doing they were like Okay, we gotta put this. We gotta put a tattoo on it. Hey, 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 this is new rock stars. Everything's a clue. That is true. That is true. Everything, everything's a dang clue. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Either way, we know that Wanda's coming back in Multiverse of Madness. Um, We don't know whether she's gonna be a villain or not. She's probably gonna be some kind of uh, antagonistic threat to Strange uh, because they're both super powerful. And in House of M, she's not necessarily a villain. She's just going through something. And they, you know, the Avengers and the X-Men plot to kill her in that, you know, she's kind of like a threat they're trying to put down. Now, this episode really reframed a lot for us. Like, uh, going out of last episode, we assumed Pietro's arrival might have been from, like, a back door in Westview that we didn't see that led to some external multiverse. Like, i.e. Evan Peters was being pulled into the MCU from the outside Fox X-Men franchise. But this episode seems to contradict that assumption, right? Like, there's something else going on with Pietro that we'll talk about in a bit. But everything multiversal about this hex is coming from inside Wanda. And specifically her magic. Magic was the word of this episode. Uh, Episode 4, episode 5 seemed to try to codify this in scientific terms. CMBR, radiation, but in this episode, it's purely magic. That creepy commercial, the Yo Magic commercial. Like, people are like, how does that connect to Wanda's history? It's saying, like, there's another step to her history we didn't see in which she uses chaos magic. Uh, Even the official audio description of the episode described Wanda's energy blast as her scarlet magic. So, Jessica, the question I think we have now is obviously we can see how this is going to tie to Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Maybe Spider-Man 3, because it looks like some multiverse stuff might be happening there. Maybe the timeline trippiness of Loki. Mm -hmm. But what about every other MCU property in the pipeline? Like, WandaVision is set before... Spider-Man Far From Home, things didn't seem that chaotic then. We do know that Vision remains dead and far from home because he was memorialized at the beginning of that Mm -hmm. movie. But there's also events like Black Widow, Falcon Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel. It's hard to, it's hard to grasp timeline-wise, especially because it's coming, you said it's coming before Far From Home, where everything seems fine. Well, I guess time in that bubble also doesn't matter. It's limitless. So what could be 38 days there is actually just an hour, and we were just that hour Mm -hmm. seeing what Spider-Man was doing. So I guess it could have been a long time in certain people, like the blip, how some people come back and it's like normal time. But I do know that it's probably just going to affect... I was only thinking of Shang-Chi. That was the only thing that I was like, I feel like this is going to overlap with that a lot. And mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit possibly with like Iron Fist. But yeah. 
those are the only two. It's really hard to think timeline wise because it's like I, I don't think it exists. It doesn't matter. Like they're like it matters. It matters, but like they're gonna make it crazy. Yeah, and by crazy, it could be like uh, some of these titles are just examples of alternate genres, which in this within this multiverse that Wanda created, like uh, Shang Chi is gonna be uh, a kung fu movie. You know, so like mm. that could be just another genre, and that's how they're able to justify genre. But you know, looking at trailer footage for Falcon Winter Soldier it doesn't feel like a different genre the genre just feels like the kind of tone that we saw in winter soldier and civil war yeah. so i think rather than each of these titles being in their own little pocket realities with their own little weird glitches i think uh what's gonna happen and it's just my theory i want to hear what you think about it i think this season is going to end with wanda disappearing from this reality as her hex kind of just mm. bleeds back into the fabric of reality. Our buddy Ryan Airy at Screen Crush came up with this great take that maybe the hexagons are just the general part of the, of the fabric, the stitching of all of reality in the MCU. Um, mm. Maybe it's that, or maybe it's just something as simple as this hex is its own weird little thing. And it just kind of like sinks back into the earth or goes up into the sky or vanishes or something and Wanda along with it along with any mutants that she created. Not everybody, just people who had that genetic predisposition that she mm. had. And they're going to live uh, uh, somewhere else in a separate parallel reality just for mutants. That's, we're going to get our House of M, where mutants okay. are in charge. Maybe we'll even get Fastbender Magneto in there. But that's how Wanda's craziness won't affect all these other things until we revisit her in Multiverse of Madness. So she's just going to go away. She's going to live in some alternate little bubble. Maybe we'll see this in the post credit scene or the end, where she'll open her eyes and it's just like mutants everywhere. People that she created uh, all over the universe that she just sucked up. So maybe another blip, uh, but not necessarily like they dust from that reality. Yeah. Maybe she warps reality so that all these people, all their loved ones and friends never thought, never knew they existed. Like she kind of like brainwashes everyone being like, we never knew uh, our son, Scott Summers. Uh, we never, you know, and there's just like people all over the world that get obliviated. Uh, and then they just live somewhere else. And then Doctor Strange confronts her multiverse of madness. And then the worlds get merged mm. and we get mutants in the MCU. Okay. I could see that. What about that? So then what about, oh, you said, I think in the trailer where they were turning the, that you said that they possibly were playing in reverse where she was changing the car back to normal. Do you think, yeah, we have is that the case? That that is the case. It was playing in reverse. We haven't seen that footage yet. That was a daytime shot of a car uh, in the trailer. It was a a um like an old fifties car in black and white. A red yeah. wall goes through it. Um, and that looks like the town of Westview. It didn't look like the broader world outside. No, that's what I'm thinking. That's why yeah. I was like, the only hole I could like pick at is the fact of like maybe I don't know why she would suck up everything that is the red bubble when she was like I think at the end she's trying to do good and turn everything back I think that trailer shot is going to show us the flashback of her arrival at Westview oh what how it got in how she got yeah in. I think okay. we're going to see like some in the next three episodes um we're going to cut back to when she actually took visions because we know we're going to see a shot of her swooping down in that sword facility we saw that in trailer footage uh, that wasn't yeah. on the security feed so we're going to revisit that yeah. I think we're going to see her bring visions remains and we're going to see uh, exactly what led to that and then I think we're going to see that initial warping into the 50s mm -hmm. reality. If she doesn't bring everyone with her, I could see her just leaving her on her own. And then it's going to be the last Maybe. movie. But I think what we're finding is that there there might not be like an outside uh, multiverse reality yet. 
I think yeah. what this episode at least is telling us that it's starting with Wanda, that Wanda might really create the multiverse. You could argue uh, Cap lived his life in an alternate timeline, Loki's in an alternate timeline after Endgame, but I don't think the MCU yet was ready to commit to that being the multiverse. I think mm. Wanda is really going to birth it in a way from her chaos magic rewriting reality in a certain way and i think in addition to creating that reality she's going to be able to extract it from this reality splinter it into a little bubble okay. outside of our plane that she can live in jessica i'm dying to hear your thoughts on pietro and all these other questions that we had this episode first we got to thank some people who helped us make it this episode is sponsored by blue chew all right, fellas, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed at bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue and chew, the you know thing that you do with your teeth and your mouth. Uh, blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready to go whenever an opportunity arises. Now, Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet little package. Uh, big things come in small packages, this included. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and you don't have to leave the house. Isn't that great? Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code, WANDIVISION. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code, WANDIVISION, to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. Remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code WandaVision at BlueChew.com. Now, we also want to thank our friends at Stereo for sponsoring us. If you have more questions and theories that we are not getting to, we probably will get to them in the bonus Q&A segment we are going to be doing only on Stereo. We see about 1,400 of you are listening right now. That's so excited. Can't wait to take your questions directly. Jessica and I are live on Stereo as we record this. Stereo is a great app with live social conversations it's like a podcast you can interact with it is just a podcast you can inter interact with new rock stars has three new weekly shows on the app including this live inside marvel every friday morning after we're wrapped on the youtube show jessica and i are going to answer questions from our stereo listeners hear your theories uh, uh try to answer your questions as best as we can, but that's only on Stereo. Uh, you can join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over on the Stereo app for New Rockstar's three new shows, including New Rockstar's News with myself and Philip Molina on Wednesdays and our editor's show on Mondays. Download the Stereo app and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars or click that link in the description. Again, that's Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. We're having a great time on Stereo. Follow New Rockstars and get notified every time we go live. And lastly, we want to thank our friends at Manscaped for sponsoring this episode. Manscaped is the best and men's below-the-waist grooming. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They're basically the sword of trimming pubes, but without the possible evil ul ulterior motives. It's just Hayward. There's no evil little Hayward in that razor who's trying to weaponize things. Because there's no weapons. It's just like a gentle little hug. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide for how they redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's called the Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. The battery will last up to 90 minutes and the waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. And one of the Ooh. coolest features is that LED light to illuminate grooming areas for a closer, more precise trimming. And if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WandaVision at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. 
20% off and free shipping with the code WandaVision at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code WandaVision. All right, Jessica, next WTF from this episode okay. of WandaVision. Wanda, the f is Pietro's actual agenda. I don't know what accent that was I was going for. It was a but lovely it, one. It sold. <laughs> it sold. Yeah. Um, and and, and yes, we have some uh, questions we want to take. If Pietro doesn't ahead, remember anything up to the point where Wanda calls him, how does he know that Vision died? Also, still no Ralph. Mm-hmm. And then we have another one here. What do you think it means when Quicksilver goes to um, Wiccan and Speed, say, he says, um, unleash hell demon spawn? Mm-hmm. You heard what I heard. Yeah, let's talk about Pietro. So we came out of last episode mm-hmm. thinking Marvel really just pulled Evan Peters out of the Fox X-Men franchise via the multiverse. Now, Jessica, feel free to disagree. I'm leaning mm-hmm. back towards this guy is a con man. He is someone else. He is not Pietro. He He's might a be a skin man. for Mephisto. And there's this line that was just pointed out to us, the unleash hell demon spawn. That's a mm-hmm. big deal because it's got to be a nod to these kids being pieces of Mephisto's soul, as we have talked about endlessly from the comics. If it's not, if Disney is like, ah, psych, it's not Mephisto, I'm going to be, how are you going to put these hints in there? How are you going to say things yeah. like, raise hell, de- what else are we talking about? We're talking about metal music? <laughs> what are we talking <laughs> about? I, I'm yeah. so upset that when they put that in there, I was like. If it's not Mephisto, I'm going to be very upset. It's it's so crazy. And it's not just like, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, there's Grim Reaper clues too. It's different when someone animated them into uh, the opening title sequence of episode yeah. two versus a line that the writers and the showrunner put into a line of dialogue for a character that was reacted to by the main character of the show. We are not overreacting to this. They bring up devil and demon. And I understand yeah. that she got her powers like basically from a demon, but it's like... No, this is too many nods for it not to be the, like, Mephisto. This is too much. And, and it, I, I, I don't know who to talk to, but I'm talk just like. Talk to me. Like, talk to me. It, I'm, it's talk to it's me. hard. Well, about, I'm going to complain. Like, I want to put in a complaint to your manager. Because it's, okay. with, there's so many tells that it's the devil. And then if you're like, psych, it's pandemonium. I'm going to be like, why? <laughs> Sorry, I'm hey, screaming. Hey, here's, I'm here's what like, it might why? be. Oh, and some other things we should talk about. Uh, this Pietro seems like he's the most confident person right now in this pocket reality. Oh, he went show. from being Absolutely. a little confused how he got there to being, he looks like he's totally got a plan. He even said he's like, this is why I was brought here. I had to stir up trouble with the brother-in-law. I got to uh, create drama with the Rugrats. I got to give you grief or I got to help you find your grief. Yeah. He's got this weird swagger. He he knows that Vision is dead. He seems to be hearing everything. He's always watching. He's always listening. He, I think it's still Wanda. I think Wanda created this. I, I understand wearing his skin as just like, oh, I under because he has no face. It's like he recast it. It's weird. But I'm just like, it has to be Wanda because his his like memory goes as far as Wanda's does. Oh, about what she he's like, the last thing I know is you screaming my name and then it goes fuzzy. And I'm like, yeah, that would be true. But it's also the last memory she has of you, too. And so that's probably what she put in your consciousness of like, this is what you remember. And like that you only remember what I remember kind of things. And that's why like when she was like, who stole your boots? He was like, why are you testing me? Because he knew that she was doing this. I could see that, Jessica. I I just think it's harder for general audiences to accept like, well, it's all just the protagonist. It's different versions of the protagonist subconscious that are attacking them. Mm. I feel like it's easier to say like, 
there's this nefarious entity that is using this mask to screw with the protagonist. And like, if you, it wouldn't be doing Evan Peters dirty if you said, hey, you're done playing Quicksilver, but we're going to let you do one kind of fun meta version of him in this new show, but you're going to get to play Marvel's devil. You just, it was like a promotion for him. If he gets to be Mephisto. That's exciting. I could just see that franchise being like, it, that would be exciting, but I also see that franchise being like, how do we just take from that X-Men movie? Because it was... Yeah, it's it's definitely weird if it's not, but it feels like it could just be a meta thing. It could just be Kevin Feige mm-hmm. saying like, yeah, we have access to this guy now, but we're showing like, this is how we're doing away with what you knew to be the X-Men uh, because it's like, look, Evan Peters Quicksilver, one of the coolest X-Men from those later X-Men movies. But when Dark Phoenix came out, I was like, I'm kind of done. I'm ready to reboot. I'm ready to reboot. I loved mm. all these actors. They, I didn't love all the actors, but I love most of them. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and Jessica and I have an episode of Big Question coming out on Tuesday where we kind of go back through the X-Men franchise to talk about mm-hmm. what's essential and who might get saved uh, in addition to Evan Peters and Deadpool, who we know is coming. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't, I, I could totally see Marvel Studios saying like, we like this actor and we want to do something fun with him, um, yeah. but he's not going to be playing his speedster self. I think that would be yeah. mean to Aaron Taylor Johnson if he doesn't get to continue on. It's yeah, like, it's kind of mean know. to both they people do, in a way. They can do both. They've done both those things. <laughs> what, we, oh, you well, mean I to guess, like, they yeah, haven't really necessarily and... took a different character. I don't know yet. Uh-huh. Have they taken like from Sony and put them in their show as the same person? I guess there's not many room to do that. A version but... of that was with J.K. Simmons, but I mean, Sony, you know, kind of said this is the same guy. So they've done that, and they've recasted like someone. I mean, uh, we've talked about this. They uh, yeah, Chris and Evans Norton got and, recast yeah, as Ruffalo. Everybody. Yeah. So it's like they could do both options. That's the right. one that makes me hard to believe because I'm like. They've done both multiple times in the past. They can do both. I just don't see why they wouldn't just try taking the Quicksilver that we love and putting it in their franchise now. Yeah, I mean, but who we love, I think a lot of people are still attached to the Aaron Taylor Johnson Quicksilver. I get that. I get that. So that's what's hard about it, is I don't think we can all assume that people, everyone knows and loves Evan Peters Quicksilver. I think, and I'll say this, hot take here. He was great in the time in a bottle scene. The Eurythmic Sweet Dream scene in X-Men Apocalypse was just the same kind of thing, but just trying to be cooler with it. They didn't okay, do anything so like, new and groundbreaking with tell his me powers. What part about Aaron Taylor Johnson you loved? <laughs> what, what, what scene with Aaron Taylor Nothing. Johnson was the best? <laughs> Nothing. I'll say that. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, like, so there's even <laughs> more that can be done. I think uh, Days of Future Past gave us a roadmap for what you can do. And honestly, every speedster started to copy this afterwards. Flash sure. on the Arrowverse, Flash in the the Whedon cut of Snyderverse is like, what if he could stop time? It's like, no, uh, there's all these awesome ways to show how a speedster can move. I I don't think Age of Ultron did it that much. You know, there was a little moment in that yeah. uh, battle in the big maroon ship. Or they didn't that really was. hold on to Quicksilver a lot in Age of Ultron. There was like, they really wanted to push. They knew he was going to die. So they put Wanda first and foremost. And then it was Ultron being weird and liking humans now. 
so <laughs> to to kind of like turn the page here on Quicksilver, I or on Pietro, yeah. I don't think they're go. I don't think they pulled him from the Fox X Men franchise as of this episode. I think it was a bit of a wink stunt casting by Marvel, and they are uh, saying that this is someone who is not Pietro. Maybe it's not Mephisto. I'm totally okay to admit defeat if it's not uh, Mephisto, but it is someone <laughs> nefarious. It could be Nightmare. The word Nightmare was said a couple times this episode. Could be. Him I too. think uh, we'll get into it, but I think if it is Nightmare, I think it's Agnes. She well, Agnes is gonna be our next question. But before we get to Agnes, uh, just if by the way, if you're looking for some really, really, really in-depth WandaVision theory discussion between these new Rockstars video drops, we have an awesome Discord server where 24-7 new clues are being discovered, connections are being made. I I'm even having trouble keeping up with how fast they're finding stuff. Really, these are the takes that are too hot for YouTube, I like to say. Uh, and you can join that <laughs> Discord by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash new rockstars. There's a really great community of supporters there that we love and you can be part of it. So we just want to give that a shout out. All right, a couple questions from our stereo listeners about Agnes. Let's play them. Do you think Agnes was actually lying when she met with Vision just to make him think that Wanda was controlling her as well? Uh -huh. another one. Agnes really seemed like a victim this episode. Uh, what is your take on her still being Agatha Harkness? Yeah, was she lying there? I mean, has she been lying this whole time, making it look like she's a victim, or is she genuinely a victim well, of the Western anomaly? Now I that last the second question got me through a little loop now because I was like, oh, Agatha, Agnes, whatever, has had a lot of layers to her this season or this uh -huh. episode, or this season. So let's assume that Monica or not Monica, God, sorry, that Wanda did turn this stranger into Agnes or into Agatha or from Agatha Harkness into Agnes. That uh -huh. means if Nightmare or Mephisto or whoever then turned her into something deeper. So she's on like three levels deeper than anyone else. That's where I'm like a little confused. But that whole, and I talked about this at the beginning, the fact that every other human on that block did not move a single inch. I don't think they had Vision talking to this woman that had the pumpkin ne necklace for so long, a statue basically, for so long without making note of like, notice how everyone is still on this block. No one can move. And then here's uh -huh. Agnes talking. Like, she can still talk. She still moves a little bit. She's just acting. She's playing pretend. And I'm like, okay, so you're you're not human. You're not one of yeah. the people that's under the spell. Well, here's what's kind of confused about Agnes. Uh, as of yet, we have not seen the sword research wall identify her with a driver's license from New Jersey. She's still kind of a, a mystery person to them, uh, which suggests, is she an actual living corporeal human being who was sucked into this? Or was she someone who helped start it with Wanda and she kind of has a supernatural component to herself? It's one of the two. It's one of the two. It can't, I don't think it's both. It can't be both. I don't think it's both. Because if yeah. it's Nightmare, he can't do both. If it's Mephisto, right. he's not doing both. Like, yeah. it's Agnes or it's Evan Peters. One of those two. <laughs> it's Agnes yeah. or Evan Peters from American Well, Horror we Story. do know that Agnes does kind of have a split personality, but that split personality is just like, I'm either playing yeah. the game oh. of this uh, sitcom or I'm reacting raw. It's kind of hard to say that there's like a third uh, identity that she's hiding, yeah. you know? So what I think is that, again, this is just based on this episode, uh, if we are saying that she is based on Agatha Harkness, I think at, that at least is going to be true. Like, her name is that Agnes. Ha she has true. a pendant. It'd be weird. It, like, it wouldn't be that weird if Mephisto's not in this. It'd be super weird if she wasn't at least a reference to Agatha they Harkness. And they dressed her up as, like, She's a dressed witch. up as a witch. Like she has the, a maniacal witch like, laugh, yeah. Um, and but she can I do think, witch laugh. I think she helped Wanda create this, um, but then it went out of her control. And now um, mm. Agnes is just in it. It's one way this could go is that 
uh, Mephisto was carried in that pendant. And he was possessed there. And she toted him around. And that now he is detached from her and she is just lost. She's just like, I don't know what to do. I don't have anyone guiding me. Also, it could have been acting, but the way she like enunciated... You're one of the Avengers. I was like, mm-hmm. this could be old Agatha Harkness because she did work with, like, she's like, oh, also she's all basically all knowing. Like, she knows about the Avengers. You're saying she has so she an old timey like, way of talking? You're one of those Avengers. Would you like a hide candy? Yeah, would you like a lollipop? And I go, yes, please. And then she casts a spell on me. Um, I turn into that dog that dies. And so oh. I, so it's like, oh, okay. The dog gets sympathy, but not vision die. I guess the dog. Was no, really I still feel bad. It's something about uh, that dog dying vision. At least I've seen die a couple times before. So I've been desensitized <laughs> to it. That <laughs> dog, it, I hate it seeing hard. violence to animals. Dogs it die hurts my really soul. hard. But yeah. it's like, when she said that, I was like, okay, you're not a human. I was like, you're either Agatha deep, deep down, or you are Mephisto just being like, Shit. What we need is a scene with Agnes and Evan Peters, right? We need to just see how they interact. I a longer scene with Vision because I was so... It, uh-huh. it, it, when, she, okay. when he did that zap that made her come to, I was like, oh, thank God she's coherent because um, Norm was not. Norm came through and was like, my dad's sick, all this, being like normal human stuff, like being like, uh-huh. where I've been su- in the sunken place. But like, wa- or, um, Agnes was so coherent that I was like, okay, ask her more stuff. Like, get mm-hmm. more questions. Yeah, please. ask her more specific every questions, please. Is, I have a list. <laughs> every episode is way too short. Yeah, literally, like, crossing it off. I don't care that she's repeating, you're dead. Like, please. We all yeah. have so many questions. This episode yeah. is 37 minutes. <laughs> like, not enough. See, I think at the end of the day, Agnes is going to be a witch who was somehow part of this. She's not a pure victim because otherwise they would have said she was a victim by now. I think and there's a reason they left her ID off that wall. She was involved in it. She not be. She may not be the total big bad, though. Also, side note, her tra- her juicy couture tracksuit said naughty on the butt. <laughs> said naughty on the butt. I said, ooh, she bad. <laughs> I said, ooh, she's bad. I saw, oh, also, you'd be like, oh, that's not Juicy Couture, but there is a J on that zipper, and I, if you were a child of 2006 to 2009, you wanted that Juicy Couture tracksuit, like uh, me. I was too busy my with my fold-out Dance Dance Revolution mat in my bedroom. I saw that, I lost my mind. I was like, <gasps> me in a screen. Yes. I'm so jealous. I always went to my friend Sophie's house because she had one. And her dad would be like, stop, because they lived in apartments. And on the second floor, we were stomping. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. And I love that they were doing it in slippers. You need to be in socks or bare feet to make contact to activate those sensors. Because otherwise, you're going to get miss, 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 miss. And then Butterfly is going to drop you. How dare Billy? Wait, was it Billy that called out Tommy like that, saying he's the cool one? Oh, I think Tommy called out Billy. No, Tommy, Tommy's yeah. the cool one. Tommy yeah. was like, I'm the cool one. I was like, I'm going to shake you, but you're going to run too fast. <laughs> I can't shake him. He's too fast. Oh, he's too fast. He's vibrating himself. Like, whoa. Yeah. But oh, um, you may have noticed uh, Agnes got added to the opening credits. I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. I think the show is saying she is uh, a bigger deal than just like another member of this. West. She's not Norm. She's not Herb. She's, She's not one of the hearts. definitely like. Yeah. And she was in the fridge, too. She was all up in the fridge in that, like, sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like Steve in the Full House intro. It's like, Steve, what are you doing with those pickles? Put down those pickles, Steve. All right, we got another question from our stereo listeners here. Why do you guys think Monica was so calm 
when she found out her blood and cells were just like, woo, all over the places. Yeah, so the question here is like, Monica's blood work, why did she react so calmly to it both this week and last week? And, and then they talked just, about, I know of your history with Captain Marvel. What do you think about this? That Jessica? one, two things. One, I think she's just trained this way. Uh -huh. I, like, look, she like, especially even with that, that sentence that was so heartbreaking that was like, I know about cells. I also know that they go into remission. Like, she truly mm -hmm. doesn't care. And then I think she's at the, she's like, I need to help Wanda because she lost someone just like how I lost someone. Like, uh -huh. she's putting herself in Wanda's shoes. And that's where I'm like, okay, I guess. I'm like, you don't need to help her that bad. But like, but I think she's just super professional. And it was just a matter of her being like, I got to do what I got to do to stop this. Because Hayward is obviously up to no good. And uh -huh. no one's going to protect my mom's like company like 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 I would, basically. And yeah. also, I still think the Captain America part, or the Captain America, the Captain Marvel part, is because, like I said before, she left. And her mom is dying of cancer and she doesn't know if she's her she stopped by at all and there's probably something that we missed in between of carol like just never coming back um always seeing nick fury but never seeing um monica's mom and monica's mom was like it's okay she'll come back one day and then she dies of cancer or she could have gave her something but oh maybe yeah i had that thought too that like maybe her part of her mutation is that she irradiates something and that all of her hugs over her whole life Oh, maybe okay so maybe that i see that so what if so they did dark I'm we sorry. might get it eventually they did it is but so is this show so is this show so what if they just straight up were carol and monica's mom went into space doing something let's say they did that right mm -hmm. they come back and everything that's hitting monica's mom hard doesn't hit monica the same way because like you said her dna is a little different maybe maybe we're, this is all about hypotheticals so yeah. what if like all that radiation that like Maria's been getting, Monica's not getting. Monica's mm. just been absorbing it and then slowly already like redoing whatever to her cells and her DNA. I think that she already had something odd with her. I think some she had yeah, some you, kind of genetic predisposition because when she saw those scans, moments after getting blasted out of the Westview anomaly, she was ready to move on. She's like, bah, 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 I need to go to this meeting. She has some history there, and I think that history is going to be she's a mutant. And I, I don't I think that's an easy switch just for Marvel students to say photon equals a mutant, and that's fine. I don't think anyone's gonna lose their shit. Um and I think she is gonna be she's gonna be the canary in the coal mine of like uh how mutants come into the MCU. I think I used the wrong thing. I, I said that. lab rat and I meant to say lab rat, I think. Um, <laughs> you said canary in the cave? In the coal mine. Yeah, I mean, it's just she's getting tested. She's not <laughs> getting tested. Canary in the boot? Answer the question of, I think this whole antagonism towards Captain Marvel could be as simple as, you know, people know that Nick Fury summoned Captain Marvel right as the blip was happening, and that for five years, S.W.O.R.D. sat around waiting for Captain Marvel to show back up, and she didn't. And there was that line at the beginning mm -hmm. of Endgame where Rhodey's like, where were you? And she's like, saving other people on other planets. But I think we're seeing more of that. I think people who were in the know, who knew yeah. that Captain Marvel existed, were like, why is she prioritizing other planets mm -hmm. and not us? Like, we're her and home And that's planet. what gave, that's why Hayward was like, you don't know what You don't know what sacrifices we had to make. What, and what, I was like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I, was like, I literally I was like, stood up. up from my bed when he was like, it's good that you weren't here when your mom passed because you can't handle this job. I said- uh, boy he was just trying to agitate her there. i think he was trying to get a rise like, out of her so she mom. said something that was worthy of uh excusing maybe her. 
What a mean so thing to say. So he could see her do something, like a power thing. He was like, let's it was see totally her action. But it's also like, bring up my mom one more time, my dude. Like, Don't bring I'm up someone's dead mom. That's like the ass. cruelest thing you could do. And she get, you got your job because she died. Exactly. So what you talking about yeah. coming at me about? This? I got really violent when I heard that. Hey, I was isn't like, it interesting okay, that he brought up her dead mom quicksilver brought up the dead dad and quicksilver got wrecked you know like don't bring up people's that dead parents <laughs> that is true way to get um, and, oh my gosh that is true she yeah he got shot he said oh yeah he said it's not like your dead husband's gonna die again right exactly. <laughs> i was like why would you say that in front of the kids you yeah big dope yeah Ugh. All right, we're running out of time. We want to get to a couple more questions here. So first, let's talk about this commercial, this yogurt commercial. Creepy as hell. Uh, my quick take of it was, this is just saying that Wanda's magic is uh, a core component in the same way that her experience with Hydra, her experience with Strucker, with that Stark bomb that didn't detonate, with uh, uh, Legos where the yeah. blood spilled, where uh, unintended yeah. consequences. And I think the fact that the kid couldn't open the Yo Magic and he died was uh, a way of saying that Wanda's yeah. magic cannot actually raise the dead. It can create a fake and, reality where they're alive again, but she uh, cannot actually raise the dead. And also the closing part of like the snack for survivors. It's like, okay, so it's just for like her. <laughs> yeah. It's right? like, this is, that's why he couldn't open it. But I guess, yeah. was he a survivor? Cause like, I don't know. No, he couldn't. He not uh, yeah. You can only eat it if you're a survivor, I guess. What a dark commercial. Wanda. And I like how that shark was Destiny's like, child. <laughs> Yeah, the shark said, deuces, my dude. <laughs> and then went and ate a fish in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Also, kid's kind of dumb. Could have ate that crab. Uh, let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> yeah, and then you asked about Darcy. What do you think happens to Darcy, Jessica, the moment she got sucked I in? I think she she's just going to turn into a character. I like the okay. idea of her getting powers. Because then when we go to um, uh, Jane Foster's story, if she's in it, that'd be kind of sick. See, my thinking is that Darcy won't get powers so, and that's how the writers are going to explain to us, not everyone yeah. who gets hit with this wall, this hex, becomes a mutant. Some people oh, will, so some people won't. she's only going in there and coming out twice, where Monica will have yeah. been, because I think Monica's the one driving a, a double that car varnish and she goes in, a, she's yeah. going to be doing four times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I loved that little moment where she goes, fudge, it's a Christmas story edit of a... Of turning her, oh, oh I love it. Um, yeah, so, so I think she's gonna turn into a character. She's gonna be brainwashed, but I think when she comes back out, it's gonna be a way of telling the audience, Darcy Lewis didn't turn into a mutant. You have to have a certain genetic predisposition to be a mutant. Um, that's True. my thinking. It can't just be okay. the hex creates mutants. Okay. It, hex just activates something that was already there in people. Um, all right, let's check into our final segment, What the Devil. And I don't feel as embarrassed talking about What the Devil this week, Jessica. Because There's too many. There's too many devils. This episode seemed like it was now making us think that uh, Pietro is a form of Mephisto. The Unleashed Hell or Demon Spawn Agnes. was the biggest Mephisto uh, reference since yeah. uh, Devils in the Details. That's why I'm mad. Devil in the Details, Unleashed Hell Demon Spawn. It's like Demon Spawn, that's literally what they are. That is yeah. literally what they are. They are the spawn of him. Like, they're, yeah. 
pieces of his soul. His influence <laughs> over them literally. feels corruptive too, right? Like he is yeah. trying to bring out the worst in them. He is essentially what the devil is. He's trying to create chaos. Uh, he's trying to bring panic. He's trying to instill mm -hmm. fear. The way he terrified those kids. And isn't it interesting how Billy as a telepath is specifically afraid of Mephisto, thinks he's a vampire, right? Like he oh. sees him as someone who's sucking from wait them, a minute. leeching off of them. Wait a, wait a damn minute. <laughs> wait a damn minute you oh my god i completely forgot that damn note oh my god it could be anyone now <laughs> he did, well, it's, he did yeah, it's not dracula right but it could, well i meant like it could be like it could be nightmare then um not that right? nightmare is a vampire but i'm just thinking about like the night he's afraid of the light he uh -huh. only comes out and does like creepy shit. He sleeps uh, vampires, till four. Yeah, yeah. He needs uh, to recharge. A club. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They eat sometimes. Sometimes they're uh -huh. partying. And that's I just saw that like oh, Billy man. knew something was supernatural about him. And that jump yeah. scare, the way he scared Wanda at the oh, door. Oh, my God. He is supposed to be so uh, a threat, I think. Uh, I the way he knows that. everything. I that completely. Yeah. Oh, and there's okay, a little so detail. People are talking about that tombstone that Wanda blasts him through in that hay maze at the end. Uh, there's the a name on the tombstone that is like someone who worked on one of the Fantastic Four movies, I think is interesting. Oh. Um, but the uh, inscription on the bottom of the tombstone says, not on her side. Oh, I did not so know So that. that doesn't mean it's Mephisto. I'm just saying that Pietro is not on her side. He is on his own side. Okay. Because he slammed through it. Okay. Or he didn't hit it. He just passed it. He slept. He slept through another. Oh yeah, uh, he went stone. through the the one in the middle. Yeah, okay. yeah, the one in the middle. All I read was the name, and I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> that <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> this is me. This is me on New Rockstars. Mm, that's enough. And then I just leave it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna leave it there because I gotta jump on this breakdown, and we want to answer some questions we from do. our stereo we listeners. Do. I'm so, so sorry. Um, we, that we is it for this. We for a long time. We did. We covered a lot here. There's even more visual details I'm gonna break down in the breakdown coming out tomorrow. Thank you for your patience there's just a lot i gotta get through uh it's gonna be a very busy mm, 24 hours go, for me let's go. um so we're gonna be back next week with our breakdown of the uh episode seven our reaction to it there's gonna be even more crazy stuff uh and we're gonna continue this eight. on stereo within our exclusive segment of uh all of our answers to the theories and questions that you're presenting on stereo uh, it's kind of an after party to the after show. You can download and follow oh us on the God. free stereo app, stereo.com slash new rockstars to be part of the fun. That's where new rockstars are doing three new weekly live shows. Just go to stereo.com slash new rockstars to join the conversation. Thank you to Jess for joining me. Follow Jessica yeah. at Lulu underscore Clemens. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow new rockstars. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. We'll close with our favorite moment this episode. Uh.